Hello everyone, this is Kidlit TV's Katya Shipchuk welcoming you to the Kidlit TV podcast. On this podcast series, you'll hear fun and enlightening conversations with stars in the Kidlit world. Today, we have a special Throwback Thursday podcast in store for you. After Kidlit TV livestreamed the Irma Black Award and Cook Prize ceremony, professor and reporter Susanna Richards interviewed several of the accomplished Kidlit creators in attendance. If you want to find out how Mac Barnett makes a ghost appear out of thin air, or how John Rocco's daughter inspired him to write Blizzard, then be sure to jump into this adventure, only found on Kidlit TV. Hi, Sarah. It's so nice to have you here. It's and great I'm to be so here. excited about the nonfiction books that you've been creating. I'm just a huge Patterns fan, and I love the fact that you have been able to make fractals, this incredibly complex mathematical um, idea, available to young people. Can you tell us a little bit about the making of your last book? And we'd love to have a little bit of a hint of your next book as well. Okay, with Mysterious Patterns, there was a little bit of um, reluctance or a little bit of hesitation, not only on editors or um, part, but on my own part, in looking at how can I make fractals accessible for an elementary school group. Um, and what ended up being the key, I'm gonna start with that. The key to making fractals accessible to younger kids is to see them as a shape, just like other shapes that they're already familiar with in study. So what I tried to do was start with something familiar and then go to the more complex, which is the fractals. And so when you think of a shape, and then you think, well, a fractal is a shape that has lots of different copies of the same shape at different sizes. I love that. That makes it so accessible to the kindergartner, the first grader, the second grader, or as we like to say here at Bank Street, the six sevens, yeah. eights and nines, and other things like that. Right. Um, I'm kind of curious as to whether or not you are working on another project right now and what we might be able to expect from you in the future. Actually, I am having so much fun doing these nonfiction books that look at mathematical concepts in nature that we've decided we're going to try to do another one. Um, this one is uh, has its own... Uh, tricks, um, trickiness um, involved. I don't really want to talk about the exact topic, but it's going to involve photography and it's going to involve numbers. Um, Great. And so, yeah. And nature as well. Yes, yes. So absolutely. we're going to actually have to have a whole shelf of Sarah Campbell That's right. books it's going to be another pattern. Math book. and nature. Yes. So thank you so much and thank you so much for being here. I am so excited to see you here today. <laughs> and so you did a rocking you. job. Oh, thank you. But one of the things I'd really love to talk to you about is one of your forthcoming projects. And I was so excited during the Irma Black presentation today when you talked about the fact that there's this theme of rebels in all of your books. I never thought about your books as being so revel-y and the fact that, you know, when you look at animals or whales or other things. But in particular, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about your next forthcoming book. Okay, so it's going to be about Ada Lovelace who was born in 1815 and actually, even though that seems like a long, long time ago, she became the world's first computer programmer. And um, she was the daughter of Lord Byron and she had a very kind of tough but wealthy um, childhood and she let her imagination run riot. And my belief in the book, what I want to get across, is that you don't have to be mathematically brilliant to come up with good ideas, but you have to have an imagination. And I love that. And it looks like the illustrations are just going to be absolutely fabulous for this book. Thank and when you. can we expect this book? That will be fall 
2016. Well, we're very much looking forward to seeing this, and this will be an Abrams book for yes. young readers yes, it in is. fall 2016. Yep. Thank you so much, Fiona. And now you're on your way up to a Bang Street classroom. Oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> Hi, I'm here with Matt Barnett, who's been here for the Irma Black Award here yeah. at Bang Street. We're really, really excited. Matt, you have been a perennial favorite here at Bang Street, and I'm wondering how you keep doing it. How do you keep producing these stories that kids want to read? I don't know. I, I, I feel like I I talk to kids a lot. I love talking to them, and, and that's why I started writing for them. I, I like My first stories were stories I told out loud at summer camp, and, and that's where I discovered that, to me, like kids are the best audience for the kinds of stories I like to write with, with you know, strangeness, ambiguities, those things. I think kids take risks on stories, and I, I like to tell those kinds of stories. I think it's so evident in the stories that you tell that there are so many different ways that kids fall into yeah. and hopefully fall out of your stories. Yeah. Whether it's some of your newer books with uh, Leo and a Ghost Story and Skunk, I believe, yep. is one of your newer books, or whether this, this is amazing, I hear it's a Caldecott honor-winning book with Sam and Dave yeah. or Extra Yarn. So in thinking about that, will you tell us a little bit about some of the books that the kids here or around the world might not have heard of yet because sure. this is so new. Yeah, this is a book actually, Leo, a ghost story. So new is not even out yet. Uh, I just. But wait a minute, it's right there. It, here it is. Amazing. <laughs> it's like it's like it, it is like an apparition from beyond. Um, and I just read this this morning actually to some third graders. It was the first time that I had read a copy of the book to some kids. Um, yeah, so this is about a ghost, a, a, a ghost who gets kicked out of his house and, and um, is finally seen by somebody. Cool. Yeah. And what what was the most recent book that you had published? That was The Skunk. That is The Skunk. This is about a skunk who follows around a man in a tuxedo uh, and, and kind of slowly drives him mad. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a little crazy story. And it is. And the first book that you just mentioned was illustrated by Christian Robinson. Yep. And then this book was by illustrated Patrick by McDonald. McDonald. Yeah. How cool is that? I love I, I feel so lucky to work with these illustrators. And can we yeah. expect some cool books from you in the future? Or yeah, what absolutely. are we going to expect? I hope so. I hope you think they're cool. There, there are uh, yeah more books next year coming up. All right. Well, we're yeah. expecting a Mac Barnett book every year or two or maybe even three. Who I'll work knows? on it. We'll work on it. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what we can do. We'll see what I'm, I feel like a kid asked, how many more books are you going to write? Right. And I said 94, and then I'm out. So All right, after the countdown, 94? The countdown we... begins. Well, first off, I want to say thanks. Welcome. Thanks for help choosing my book. That's really amazing because I wrote it for people like you. My, my So you know the story. You're all familiar with that. I can tell you a little bit about how I came up with the story, which was that it's a true story. And my daughter, who at the time was about your age, um, she would always ask me to tell her a story about when I was little and what happened when I was little. And when I was little, there was a big, big blizzard. And you've had some blizzards here in New York, so you know what a blizzard is, right? Yeah. And you had one this year. Totally. It's not a good. lot of snow. And we ended up getting... 48 inches of snow what? one night. So it all fell down, and it was, stand up for a second. It was this much snow. And it was so much snow, we couldn't even open the front door. Because we had those, those screen doors that open out, and then you have your main door, your wooden door that opens in. But you couldn't open the screen door out. So for me, I had a couple of tennis rackets in the garage, and I went out there, 
and I tied them onto my shoes, and I tried it, and it worked. I mean, I still sunk in a little bit, but I was able to get all the way to the store to buy some groceries, put them on my sled, and bring them home. And so when I told my daughter this story over and over again, I thought, this might be something other kids would be interested in reading about. And so that's how I came up with this book, Blizzard.